All right, so we have been talking about this uh, sudden cancellation of Ruxodus. This is a, that massive four-day music fest, bringing some of uh, Rock's bigger names, not the most current, but big enough names, to uh, Clearview Township. That would have happened next week. And so it's been canceled. Rain is being cited as the reason, but you know, we had global reporters there today, and they report, yeah, the, the field was bone dry. And it clearly wasn't a problem for the Rolling Stones, who just played in Oral Medante last weekend. Not quite as far north, but it's still in that rainy area, apparently. And um, there was no problems there. So what happened here? Um, a lot of people are comparing this to a, a concert that was um, supposed to be held in the Bahamas. It was a total scam. It was at the Fire Festival. And it was uh, put together by Ja Rule. Um, and billed as this star-studded music fantasy festival, drawing, you know, all sorts of Hollywood fame, big supermodels, big-name musicians, and then people went, and they got basically cheese sandwiches and pop, and there was no bands. So those fans got scammed. And so a lot of people are saying, did this happen here? And you heard Alan Cross in um, in Darren's newscast talking about it, because he was, um, I guess he acted as a spokesperson and he's got a stellar reputation with the music industry. And he's even stunned by the sudden cancellation because the only reason he signed on was because he said that the organizers checked all the right boxes. Plus, they paid the performers up front. Like, we're not, ta- we're not talking the rinky-dink, uh, you know, whatever band down the street. I mean, Aerosmith is not a beginner. They're, they're a major touring band. They're, they're not just going to show up unpaid. So clearly management felt comfortable enough to book into this concert and they paid up front and the bands were confirmed so what went wrong let's ask andy stinton is of course you know him as the small businessman and we tease and mock and make fun and love his company here during our roundtables but his real life day job is putting on concerts and planning big events like this good to have you here Hello, Alex. Welcome back from your well week of rested whatever. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, well, you know, if I were going to Roxidus, which I am not, I'd be scratching my head saying, am I getting my money back? Um, we don't know really the fallout. The Roxidus organizer sent out an email kind of this morning because the rumor started circulating last night that this thing might be canceled. And they came out with an email saying, sorry, we've had to do this. You know, we're going to try to get refunds back. It's been a long time since we've gotten any information. People are worried they're not going to get their money back. How does an event this big, charging, you know, what, upwards of 650 bucks for a four-day pass, how could they have gotten this far and then canceled it so close to the deadline? It, it's not that difficult. Uh, we've, we're all in the industry, and we all talk about this ourselves. And to be totally honest, we've been watching this for about a year now and placing bets on when it was going to go down. Much though I respect Alan Cross, who's not in the event business, he's a music critic. Yes, some of the best agents like Ralph James went in, and what happens is you go to the the managers and the agents and say, I want Aerosmith. If you don't have a credit rating or a reputation, they up the price and say, give us 100%. They don't care. They're business people. Mm-hmm. It gets canceled. You know, Aerosmith has still got 500000 U.S. dollars out of this gig. Sure. They're not stupid. They don't care. What these guys didn't rely on, and because allegedly they're cheap, is that they went through, when you're doing something like this, imagine going to a concert at the Sony Center, and all, everything is there, the washrooms are there, the drinking water's there, everything is there. But when you go to a field, you are building a city. 
you're building an infrastructure. And this is what the, where they went wrong from all of my sources, that you have a man and he's called a production manager. And he's the guy that organizes all this. Well, they ripped through two right away because these two production managers didn't give them the budgets that they liked. So they went to another, another one. And from what I can figure out, it's a music store in Bolton who advertises that they sometimes can put 24 lights up. Mm -hmm. They <laughs> go to these people. Yeah, this whole thing gets so rinky-dink. And this guy obviously gives them the budget. I spoke to some of my, the people who actually rent the equipment that they need, and they said, no, we're not getting involved. They walked away, and these are big worldwide companies that we don't care. So what happened? They went along with this. The bit that get, they then then this Music 24 or whatever they're called, tried to get around the rules. And this is the bit that, that hasn't gone in the media, is that they only got town planning permission last month. And the reason that that happened is because what they tried to do, they were doing it on an airport, and they thought they could mm -hmm. get around all the rules because that's a federal property. And they thought they could get around all the plan. This is, this is how these guys work. Let's not play by the rules. Let's go around the airport. Well, that didn't quite work, and they got caught, caught out. Right, but wouldn't the, the mayor of the town have had an indication? Because he was taken off guard by this thing as well, because some of the staging equipment did, in fact, get dropped off last week. It just didn't go up as people were you know, starting to ask questions. So would they not have had to go through city officials or town officials um, you know, with, with, you know, with check-ins and here's our status and, and permits and... Any of that you, kind of you, check and balance? You, you, you would think so. And I, I'm sure the mayor of, 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 of Clearville or wherever it is, Clearview, mm -hmm. is a very, very nice man. But they're not used to dealing with this sort of thing. So here's, here's the other side. And it's really a key thing that all of the listeners will understand is that eventually you're going to have those pieces of metal that make that lovely stage like, like you saw in the Rolling Stone pictures. And they deliver them and they have to put them up. What you need, and this is where these guys got caught out, you need about 200, 300 men and women to come up there and build this. And the company involved, one of the companies said no goodbye. They went to another company. They said, yeah, we'll do it. Can we have our deposit? And that happened earlier this week. And they didn't have the money to pay the deposit on the labor to put the stage up. Okay, so is this... Um uh, you know the the planning of this, the planner of this event. Are they amateurs, or is this a matter that they couldn't get ticket sales because there wasn't enough demand? And can it be revived and moved down, you know, to the venue where the Stones played? I mean, is there any way to salvage anything? Well, no, you can't sell it to them because the um, oh, help me with the name of the place where the Rolling Stones are. That's owned by another promotion company, right? So that's like like you know. One radio station going to another radio station saying, hey, can you put my program on? Yeah. It's not going to happen. What they said is, yeah, we'll put your program on, no problem. But we want a percentage. And I would imagine that percentage was rather large. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's just a case of that they overreached um, totally on this thing. And they thought they could go around. They had bad advice. They ignored good advice. And the end of the day is going to be, and I hate to say to anybody, if you read your ticket stub, mm -hmm. and this is the reason that they did the water thing, 
it says right in the ticket stub, inclement weather or its effects. Okay, but but there are, there has to be a way. I mean, if if there's been no rain and the fields are dry and clearly the Rolling Stones played a, a week before with no issues, there has to be some way um, you know, that the that either insurance or someone's going to come in and say, yeah, no, that that's I mean, the police, as you well know, are now investigating because clearly they see something that stinks. Um, you know, I'm not they're, sure. They're investigating yeah. one person, Alex. Can you build that stage? Yes. If there was water there and anybody who's built a deck in the back. Well, anyone who went to Woodstock knows <laughs> no, <this laughs> it's not ideal, but you can you can go in the in the water, you know. OK, you're aging yourself. Uh, uh, I wasn't there, but I saw the pictures. Everybody was there. Um, what you do is, is you build sort of a trough in the ground and you put stone on it like you would build a deck. And then you build the stage on something that's dry. Yes, right. you could do that. Mm-hmm. But if you have a music store, allegedly, in Bolton, they might not know how to do that. Right. So in your mind, because you've seen events like that, this thing's not coming back. And, and in your mind or in your gut, the chances of people getting their money back, because we're not talking just tickets. They would have had to rent camping spaces, possibly uh, campers. I'm sure a lot of people who are going to this thing spent a pretty penny uh, getting organized for it. Hey, the money's not coming back. And it, it's rather interesting, uh, the effect of this, which I'd never thought of. I was talking to one of my clients who is a promoter, but in the corporate field. And she said to me, she goes, oh, now I'm getting questions about will we really do the event? And I'm not going to tell you what the event is, but she's already having people cancel their tickets. Well, yeah. People are looking at it and going, well, all promoters are the same. Yeah, and, and I mean, the, the writing should have been on the wall. There was another event this particular MF Live Inc. Um, had been involved in, and I guess had postponed it or, or canceled it back in March. So, look, I, bottom line is know the company, know the organization, Live Nation, things like that. They have the reputation behind them. Buyer beware. Live Nation, if, if you look at it, and, and Live Nation is, is the biggest promoter probably in the world, but definitely in North America, they don't put on events like this. Yeah. In Canada, the other key was, which we all thought was funny when we were watching this, it was originally a three-day event. And then they threw in a fourth day for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's wrong with that? Nobody, no, you know, it's like you buy four tires and they throw in a fifth one for free. Yeah, right. pe- pe- people, don't, people don't do that. Right. And, and that was the key to this whole thing. They, they, I don't know whether they were stupid, ignorant, or naive, but either way... They've got 170 acres of land outside an airport in the middle of nowhere right now that I'm sure that they'll be able to sell to somebody. And a lot of ticket sales. A lot of ticket sales, nonetheless. Well, maybe they're all of the above, as you said. We'll uh, keep an eye on this because this story is probably not going to go away anytime soon. Andy, I appreciate it, and I'll see you on Monday. Behave. I'll see you Monday. Thank you. And I'm Alex Pearson. This is On Point on Global News Radio.